Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the FitFig podcast. I'm Steph Figarelli, your host, co-owner of Figarelli's Fitness LLC in Anchorage, Alaska. If you have been bored with your training, your workouts, you're not really sure what to do when you go to the gym, you're not really certain what to focus on, this episode is for you. Training boredom. So you go to the gym, you go through the motions, you go home, and you are overwhelmed with this sense of being unfulfilled and disoriented or aimless in your pursuit of who the fuck knows. <laughs> so let's talk about this uh, and how to fix it. I have personally never felt bored in the gym. I've been training over 20 years. I've taken time off. So there have been periods in my life where I didn't really work out a whole lot. I just was sedentary or I did other things. I don't know what I was doing. Who the, who the hell knows? But let's talk about how to fix this little problem we got here. Um, I've definitely had periods of time. So that being said, I, I maybe haven't had extreme boredom with my training, but I have felt aimless. I have had low enthusiasm around my training and my goals and put this weird, unnecessary pressure on myself to like love training and always have to be working toward, um, not necessarily a goal like in the gym, because you know me, I'm a big fan of setting the goals to help give you direction. Um, but I've definitely struggled with some different things in the gym because I view lifting weights as a meditation. It's, it's very, um, it's very therapeutic for me. I'm not saying it's a replacement for actual psychiatric treatment, but it's therapeutic cathartic, meaning I get this release of energy. And I think we all do. Most of us who work out regularly find it to be quite stress relieving. So there, there's a lot of benefit to that. It can't fix all your problems, but it can get your, your mind right and get you focused on something. Um, and it feels good to connect in, you know, with your body. It feels good to, to move and get some blood pumping, break a sweat. We all, I think, can agree that just feels good. Human beings are designed to move. So it makes sense that we benefit um, in a lot of ways from exercise. So, but let's talk about this. All right, so typically when people are feeling bored with their training plan or the, their their workouts, um, there's a couple things going on. And number one, what I see is people don't have exciting goals. They don't have clear goals. They don't know what they want from their training. Yes, we can exercise to just enjoy that cathartic effect. But if you're somebody who's constantly needing this stimulation and entertainment, but you don't have any outcome goals and you feel bored and you're always looking around for something new and chasing the shiny objects, um, it's in your best interest to set some goals. So the way that I, I look at this and the way that I help my clients along with the process is to get clear about what you want outcome goals. So specifically, what do you want? 20 pounds lost in three months. That's an outcome goal. What do you want to have accomplished in the next 30 days from today? You start today, 30 days from today, what do you want? Five pounds gone. Perform your first pull-up. Do 10 consecutive push-ups in a row with perfect form. Outcome goals. 
the next 90 days or three months, what do you want? Six months, 12 months, so on and so forth. So you break it down. A lot of times people, they don't have the goals. They're not, uh, or even if they do have goals, they have no attachment to the why. They don't know why they're doing it. They don't know why that goal is meaningful to them. So they have no fuel to get them through the most difficult days when they're tired, when they're not in the mood. So get clear, make sure the goals that you set are slightly beyond your comfort zone. Now, if you, um, let's say, have never run a day in your life and in 30 days from now you set a goal to run your first marathon, I'm a super optimistic person and I support you. But reel it in just a little bit because you don't want to get injured and you want to be able to play the long game. Again, not discouraging that. If you have a goal to run a marathon or a 100-mile ultra marathon 30 days from today, I support you. But is it realistic? Ask, your, ask yourself. So once you have your clear goal, you understand why it's so important to you. It's a goal that is slightly beyond your comfort zone. It's making you feel a little bit unsure of yourself. You're doubting yourself. I'm not sure I can do this. Um, what, what all do I have to do? Your mind starts to go and you, you, you're questioning the process. You're questioning your ability to complete the goal. That's where you want to be. Now, if you're extremely overwhelmed, extremely overwhelmed to the point where uh, it's creating a lot of anxiety and, and you can't seem to, to manage that anxiety, I would say it's probably too far beyond the threshold of your comfort zone. So reel it in just a little bit or adjust your timeline. So again, set a timeline that's very specific, a date of a race, the date or the end goal for losing a specific amount of uh, body fat and get very clear about this. Write it down on a piece of paper and put it wherever you can see it every single day. For me, I put a lot of my goals in front of me on my desk. I've put goals on my refrigerator um, so both Leela and myself can see them and we can encourage one another. So make sure, that, make sure that you read your goals every day and that you're programming this into your mind because it's going to get you thinking about it. It's going to keep you focused on whatever it is that you want. So if you're struggling with boredom, you have 100%, I know this already, you don't even know what you want from your training. So get clear. You have to have a strong desire for that thing. What's your why? If you guys have been listening to me long enough in these podcasts, you already know this is the system that I use. So if you're not doing it yet, and you're still someone struggling with boredom and lack of clarity and indecision, it's time for you to listen to what I'm telling you and implement this because time's ticking. Let's go. What are you waiting for? All right. So get the deadline clear. A side note about deadlines, be flexible, make space for tweaks that come up. Let's say you're training for a running race um, and you've got some ankle pain that flares up. Give yourself some grace and understand that you may need to be flexible with the deadline. You push it back another month. You pick a, a different date for a race later out in the season. No worries. We keep training. We keep working around it. We keep moving forward. We don't quit. We rest. We reassess. We course correct. And we continue on. This is the rule. We do, we do not quit. So you don't reach your goal on the specific deadline. You keep going until you reach the goal. You adjust the deadline. Get very clear about that. Write it down. All right. So the next part of this 
is where I see a lot of people feeling very entitled to believing that they need to always be entertained. Everywhere you go, we are inundated with flashy bright lights and big images and shit in our face, a lot of noises and craziness that we can't control it sometimes, especially if you go to a big city or you live in a big city, you already know traffic sounds, just constant barrage of stimulation. It's very difficult nowadays, no matter where you live, to find some quiet and peace so you have time alone, so you can gather your thoughts. This is why I'm a big fan of meditation, because it allows you to create space during your day where you can be alone and focus on mindfulness, breathing, and just giving yourself some time away from everyone else. Mindfulness meditation is valuable. It's very important to be able to allocate just even a few minutes to reconnecting to your breath and creating space from thoughts, people, chaos. So this is where you need to make a mindset shift. If you're somebody who always needs to be entertained, you're always on your phone scrolling, you're always listening to music or podcasts or um, watching, you got to have TV playing in the background or you got to always have somebody that you you can call because you don't want to be alone with your thoughts. You've got to practice sitting with that discomfort of being okay with not being stimulated. This is a suggestion that will... Um, it, it's like, for me, it's non-negotiable. I have never had the success when I have been like with FOMO, like always trying to be stimulated by something like, Oh, please entertain me. Please entertain me. I rarely achieved my goals when I had that mindset. And I used to have it because I didn't know any better. You know, I didn't realize the importance of identifying a target, working toward it, slogging away and working through some of those most difficult feelings and moments. And a lot of times it's just this edginess of like, no, I need to be doing something. Oh, I need to constantly be absorbing information and reading the news and staying informed. But really all it does is distract us. It adds more chaotic thoughts. Half the time, we're not even thinking our own thoughts anymore. That's how bad it's become. And it's only going to get worse as technology advances. And so what you do to solve that problem is you pull back and you protect yourself from a lot of this chaos. So you don't always need to be entertained. You don't always need to be comfortable. You don't always need to feel happy. Um, If you can break away from that type of a thinking, it's going to be in your best interest. You'll accomplish every single goal you set for yourself. If you're unfamiliar with um, stoicism, I recommend... Uh, just looking up, Google it, Stoic philosophy. So you can practice some of these meditations, if you will, where you focus on uh, allowing yourself to just be, disconnecting from expectations, being okay with boredom, um, not reacting to things, controlling the controllables, instead of always feeling like you need to Uh, be in the mix and you've got FOMO all the time and please just entertain me and distract me from my life and my thoughts. You've got to stop that so you can focus on what matters and get shit done. So you don't always need to be entertained. Okay. Let go of it. Exercise is not, it's not a shiny object. Stop chasing it. Um, Stop program hopping around. Stop getting on social media, looking for the workout of the day because 100% guarantee you, you're not getting the results that you want and you're super confused. Um, So when you're program hopping around or you're just depending on 
social media to tell you what to do, those things, um, they look good. And I've been, as somebody who's on social media and uses Instagram, I have been tempted to jump into that and create like the workout of the day for people who want to follow me. Um, because it's actually a great way to get a lot of engagement and get a lot of people to follow you. And, and the good part of it is they learn to trust you because they go, oh, that's what Figarelli's Fitness does. Um, that's awesome. That's something I'm interested in. But the reality is of it is what I teach my clients is to show up every day, whether or not you feel like it, uh, stop giving into your feelings so much to the point where you're so overwhelmed and needing this constant stimulation that you're not even able to focus on anything to see it through to the end and get the ultimately get the result. So stop program hopping. This is one of the worst things that I see people doing. They're all over the place and they rarely, rarely gain the strength. They never perform a pull up because they're always doing some jumping around shit with a kettlebell and a you know, whatever, all kinds of fancy equipment and things they think they need to be doing. But yet, can you do a full push-up? Can you do an unassisted pull-up? Uh, can you deadlift your body weight? You know, these are the things that like I am training my clients. I want them to just to have that, that want to, them to have that baseline of strength that, and know the fundamentals. Because once you know the rules, then you can learn how to break that, much like anything in life. Once you become a master of something, then you know you can sift through the nonsense because you have the experience. You know what produces the results. So you've got to lock it down for a good 6 to 12 months and adopt the mindset of being a student. Master your push-ups and pull-ups. These are body weight exercises. They are as simple as it gets. I'm not saying easy. I'm saying simple. You don't need equipment. You don't need anyone else around you. You can drop down right now in your office or your bedroom or wherever you are and you can do push-ups. You can practice push-ups. Now for pull-ups, obviously you need a piece of equipment. You need a pull-up bar, um, but practice. So until you can do 10 perfect push-ups, don't get on Instagram searching and scrolling all day for some nonsense workout that you don't even know what kind of results you're going to get from it or what it's going to do for you. Do you even know why you're doing it? So understand that whatever you're doing exercise wise, if you're following a program, which I highly recommend, stop program jumping, follow a program, whether you're doing a whole body, whether you're doing bodybuilding style splits, where you've got push pull legs, something like that. You're training for an endurance event, a triathlon, a race, anything like that. Make sure that the program you're following uh, is has continuity to it. There's a, there's a flow, there's a purpose, there's a sequence, and that um, you, have, you understand the why behind each of the things that you're doing. So there's this cohesion to the process. There's everything works together and you build on that according to pr your progression. So um, make sure that you, you are doing some, you are walking into the gym with your program, with the mindset that every, every, every exercise, every set and every repetition counts toward your goal. Stop playing on your phone in the gym, focus on your plan, focus on your exercise and take it seriously. Take it like one exercise, one rep, one set at a time. So then every workout brings you one step closer to your outcome goal. So 
I think that's that's the next thing I see is where people just don't even they don't even know I don't know if it's I don't know why people do that. I don't I don't get the I know that social media lights the brain up and you get all the all the fun uh dopamine hits and all the things from clicking the notifications and all that. I, I get it. We're addicted to these things. But when it comes to your health and when it comes to your fitness, make sure that you're following a sound program, something that makes sense for your goals instead of piggybacking off of some random thing, some person in a gym in another state or another country just made up on the spot to get engagement and followers because it's not benefiting you. Can you do push-ups? Can you do pull-ups? Are you dealing with immobility in some part of your body? Do you have back pain? Work on getting these things, identifying these, these fundamentals and fixing them and mastering them. And, you know, then you can kind of play around and hop around because you'll know why you're hopping around. Right now, if you don't know why you're hopping around and you don't know why you're doing specific exercises or what it's working, this is a problem. This is where you need to focus. So a couple ways that you can fall in love with boredom, as James Clear has said, if you've read the book Atomic Habits, which if you haven't, I highly recommend it. But if you have, then you already understand this process of setting goals and working toward developing habits. So one of the things that James Clear says is a blend of patience and consistency is the ultimate competitive advantage. So a blend of patience and consistency is the ultimate competitive advantage. Not to say any, not to say you necessarily need to be focused on being competitive, but if you want to advance in anything and your work, it doesn't matter whatever category of life where you want to improve and you want to have a specific outcome, patience and consistency are key. Keep doing the same things over and over. Do what you know works. Trust the process. You know, it's get rid of the exercise ADD. Connect to why you're doing what you're doing. And here's a couple things that you can do. Learn as much as you can about basic muscle anatomy. So know, know where all the basic muscles are. You don't have to go into intrinsic muscles and go deep into like, you know, rotator cuff muscles unless you really want to. But know where um, your obliques are. Know where your, uh, your quadriceps are. Know where your gastrocnemius is. Um, understand how the body moves. Brush up on basic physiology, kinesiology, um, understand the benefit of moving in certain ways and what movement patterns are and how they benefit you. That will get you interested in what you're doing in the gym. So you, you're never bored because you understand the why behind what you're doing. Everything matters. You know, what I do is if I'm, if I'm doing a squat, for example, in the gym, I, I know what it's working. Let's say I do a front barbell squat. I know that front loaded position is going to be easier on my lower back, which is a vulnerable, vulnerable area of my body. So I need to be very careful to not overload my lower back and, and injure it. So there's a why I'm front loading to protect my back. Additionally, I am challenging my core just a little bit more. I am challenging my shoulder mobility, depending on the grip position that I use to hold the barbell in front of me. I am training my legs. So I'm getting my heart rate up. I'm working 
my glutes, my quads. And how does this carry over? Well, it's going to make me stronger in the mountains this summer when I want to hike big, you know, hike, hike some of the bigger peaks that have been on my list for a while. I'm going to have more stamina, endurance, and strength. These are my whys. This is what gets me in the gym. But I'm not going to go hike the mountain today. I'm not going to go hike it next week. I'm going to hike it in three months or four months. And so what I do today will benefit my future self. So when you connect with why you're doing something and you understand the importance of each of the movements you're performing, you will never be bored. When you familiarize yourself with anatomy and basic kinesiology and how the body performs and works, you're not going to be bored because you're going to be very connected to the movements that you're doing in the gym. So pick up some books, get on Amazon, whatever you're interested, muscle anatomy 101, whatever. Pick up a book. Starting Strength is a fantastic book if you have barbell, a barbell and you want to learn how to properly squat, deadlift. Basic, very basic, thick book, worth, worth reading, absolutely. Watch YouTube videos, read articles, get on Google and just start reading. There's still, I can't believe it, in 2022, there is still garbage information out there. I've seen it uh, on the internet. And I'm still so shocked to see such horrible information. So yes, it's out there. You've got to learn how to sift through the bullshit and find the good stuff, but it is out there. So find reputable sources and, you know, invest in some of your education. This is your body. You will be carrying this meat sack around with you until the day you die. So invest wisely. It's in your best interest to educate yourself because it will connect you to what you're doing in the gym. You will never be bored. Additionally, I have two, th- two ways to look at equipment. One way is get the, like a minimalist setup, but a lot of weight. For example, get one Olympic barbell, usually weighs average barbell, weighs 45 pounds. And then get like 300 to 500 pounds of plates. And if that's all you have, you can work up to the 500 pounds and a variety of different things. Add a bench, add a squat, squat rack. But let's say that's all you had. And sure, it sounds like minimalist, minimalist, that sounds boring. That sounds like I don't have a lot of options. I don't have a lot of shiny, fancy equipment to entertain me. Well, no, in fact, it opens you up to being creative and learning the the variety of different ways that you can effectively program incredible workouts and get amazing results with just that heavy barbell. And then, of course, the bench and the the squat bench press combination rack thing will add an element uh, of variety. But let's say that's all you had. There's a ton of things you can do with that. And the outcome uh, is, is amazing. But it's just it takes you. It takes this focus and this ability to disconnect from this expectation that you always need to be entertained and having a great time. You know, when you're focused, you're not really um I don't really see any room for needing to be like, like, I don't know, enticed by something. If you have never seen the documentary um, Pumping Iron with Arnold Schwarzenegger and all the old school bodybuilders from the 70s, I highly recommend you watch. I think it's on YouTube for free. might have some ads, but you can check it out on Amazon Prime, I think, too. Um, But if you watch those guys train, yeah, they're having a good time because for them, they're pushing each other. It's like they're all working together. Um, and they're probably socializing, but they're in the gym and they are doing work. You know, they're not over here like trying to be entertained. They're putting in the work. They're so focused. Look how hard they're working. Look at their facial expressions. Look how they're grunting and breathing. And it's, it's incredible how hard people can work. I don't think people work that hard anymore, by the way. 
Um, so that was like, they call it the golden era of bodybuilding because it really was a special time in our, in, in bodybuilding history. So, you know, if you ever watch it, look at how they, look at how they work, look what they talk about. You know, it's all, they're obsessed with bodybuilding and the outcome is they're all very successful bodybuilders and they love their lives. So get focused on something. So you're excited to hit the gym and you could be in there for hours on end, which I'm not, unless, you know, you're competing for something very serious. I don't think that's necessary, but make sure that you understand you know, the benefit of doing what you're doing. So your ex- exercise selection brings you to a specific outcome. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it, you know, beyond like every time you go in the gym, make it your mission to improve something. Every workout, slow your tempo down a little bit, improve your core bracing and stability, lift heavier weights, take videos of yourself so you can analyze what needs improvement. This is one of the best ways to get better. Have somebody shoot video for you, set your phone up and just watch, you know, film yourself doing push-ups. Invaluable to watch your body move. You'll notice all kinds of little things that you can improve on. Take photos. Just work on improving something every single time you work out. So it's like a project. You're always excited to work on the little things, just a tiny little detail and then celebrate the win. Oh, that felt even better than last week. I I was able to control the weight. I was able to PR. Celebrate that. That's your entertainment. (laughs) All right. If you guys have any questions, let me know. You can find me on Instagram, Figarelli's underscore fitness, YouTube, Facebook, all the things, figarellisfitness.com. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your support of the podcast. If you got one thing from this episode, please consider visiting iTunes and leaving me a review. I'd really appreciate it. And um, I will talk to you in the next one.